Dear listener, you are welcome to your favorite radio program, Abuja Bible Banquet. This is a program that explores and seeks to apply the Word of God. The Bible, the Word of God, is still relevant for everyday living. So you're welcome as we interact and study the Word of God. And our program today will be considering pepper soup that kills. Pepper soup that kills. I am Pastor Verumun Yokia. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your love for humankind and for the rescue plan you have for us. Help us to key into your plan that we will reap the benefits in Jesus' name. Amen. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 3 and 4, we are told of a strange, unusual animal, the dragon, that uses its tail to bring down the stars of heaven. Bible scholars seem to agree that the dragon here represents the devil himself, and perhaps the stars he brought down would have been the one-third of the heavenly angels that he succeeded in deceiving and losing their place in heaven. The question is, what is this tear? In Isaiah chapter 9 verse 15, the Bible says, Falsehood, lies, is what is identified as the tail of this dragon. So, the pepper soup that kills as I have titled it, is the lies that he peddles that people buy into. The devil is a liar and the father of lies. And he tells a lie over and over to the point that the same lie appears as if it is the truth. But when we buy into it, we are really in trouble. The devil tells a lot of lies. Permit me to highlight on one such lies that he has told for so long that people tend to look at it as the gospel truth. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 10, the revelator John says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Which day is the Lord's day? Well, people will think maybe it's Sunday, which is a popular day of worship for Christians. In Isaiah 58 verse 13, you see the synonym of the day of the Lord or the Lord's day being equated with the Sabbath of the Lord. So, the Sabbath is this Lord's day. John the Revelator seems to be saying, I was in the spirit. I received this vision that I'm writing to you on the Lord's day, the seventh day, the Sabbath day of the Lord. Is the Sabbath Saturday or Sunday? Well, if you... Look at the Bible carefully, you will see that the Sabbath is the day before Sunday and the day that followed the day that Christ was crucified. Christ was crucified on Friday and the Bible says in Luke chapter 23 verse 52 to 58 that the Sabbath was approaching. And so 
in Luke 24, verse 1 to 3, they say, After the Sabbath, as the day began to dawn, so the day that follows the Sabbath is the first day of the week, and the day before the Sabbath is Friday, the day that Christ was crucified. And so we we'll see that in the end of the Sabbath, as it dawned the first day, according to Matthew 28, these women went to anoint him. So it is clear that the Sabbath is a day that comes between Friday and Sunday, which is Saturday. The question I want to ask at this moment is, is it not just a day of rest? Well, two things I want to say. The Sabbath is a holy day as it is a holy day. It is a holy day, a day of rest. Yes, the Bible is clear on that. It is also a holy day, a day of worship, a day of holy assembly, a day of congregating together, of worshiping God. God created things in six literal 24-hour days. And then on the seventh day, he rested and gave us the example. And God rested and it became a day of rest. No wonder Jesus will speak later and say that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, according to Mark chapter 2, verse 27 and 28, implying that the Sabbath cannot use man, but God created and gave the Sabbath to man so that man can use it and benefit spiritually and even physically by resting as God did promise. No wonder the Bible speaks about it in Ezekiel chapter 20 verse 12 and 13 by saying, I have given you the Sabbath to be a sign that you are my people and I am your God. Now come to think about it. In Nigeria, for instance, the APC, the political party that is running at the moment, has its sign, the broom. And the PDP, the leading opposition party, also has its sign, the sign of the umbrella. Now, suppose someone goes to the polls wanting to vote. Let's say you're shouting you want to vote PDP and you thumbprint where there is a broom. You can shout from morning to night PDP, but you're thumbprinting where there is a broom. Your vote will count on the APC. So God says this is a sign of my creatorship, a sign between me and my people. By taking God's day, you are taking allegiance to him. You are acknowledging him as your creator, uh, not the spurious or the fake Sabbath that the enemy has instituted. Bear this in mind. There can never be a fake where there is no original. For every original thing that God creates or has created, the evil one seeks to bring a counterfeit and he puts it side by side and it looks as if that is the truth. Of course, it can never be if you believe a lie for a thousand years, it will not cease being a lie. So many years of wrongdoing cannot change it from wrong to right. The apostles will see that in Acts chapter 13, verse 13 to 15, Paul preaches on the Sabbath day. And after his preaching, as the Jews left, the Gentiles pleaded with him to preach again, not the following day, which would have been a Sunday, but the next Sabbath. And the Bible says the next Sabbath, almost the entire city gathered. So, in the New Testament, the Jews and Gentiles, all Bible-believing people, worshipped God 
traditionally, I would say, customarily on the Sabbath. Of course, it was Paul's custom as it was Jesus' custom to worship on this day. If you look up Acts 13, verse 27, Acts 15, 21, Acts 13, 42 to 42, I mean 42 to 44, Acts 18, 4, Acts 17, 2, you see that Paul, like Jesus, worshiping on Sabbath was not uh, a matter of convenience, was not once in a while. It was a custom, things that he was used to doing. And so God has not changed and he has not changed anything about what he ordained for man. No wonder the Bible calls Sunday the day a working day in Ezekiel 46 verse 1. All other days are working days except the Sabbath day that is a day of rest and a day of special worship and congregating together. Friends, I want you to understand that without faith, it is impossible to please God. That is what the Bible teaches in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So you must believe God and you must act upon his word. I see faith also as the action that you take based on the word of God. The word of God says in Hebrews 4.11, there still remains a Sabbath rest for God's people. So if you are a God's child, God's son, God's daughter, up to this moment, there is a Sabbath rest for you. God is a spirit. Those who will worship him acceptably must do so in two ways, in the spirit and according to his word. So you must worship God in spirit and in truth. His word is truth, according to John 17, verse 17. So it's not just about worship, but worshiping him as he has said. Salvation can only be gotten. Anyone that will be saved must be saved on God's own terms. When God specifies, our safety lies in going with what he has specified. Remember Lord's wife, God gave them a strange command. Go. Do not look back. Of course, looking back does not stop you from going forward. But because she contravened a clear instruction, she became a pillar of salt. No wonder the Bible says in James chapter 4 verse 7, He who knows to do right and does not do the right, to him it is sin. So the days of genuine ignorance God overlooks. But when we know and we choose for our convenience for popularity, for some gain, for some people, not to obey God, we are sinning against God. So God is inviting us not to continue in the lies of the devil. That's what John 8, 32 says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Because the devil binds people and keeps them in bondage with his lies, with his falsehood. He has brought a lie that Sunday is the day of worship, that it has been changed. This cannot be substantiated with the word of God. It's not anywhere in the scriptures. It is a lie from the pit of hell, from the devil himself. And he's telling the lie. Do not believe it because he will keep you in perpetual bondage. But if you believe the truth of the word of God, you shall be set free. Believe the word of God. Live by thus says the Lord. And when Jesus comes, he will say, my friend, you believed in me. You did what I told you to do. And because of that, come and inherit the things that have been prepared for you. But those who will not live by thus says the Lord, well, they may save themselves or end up where the devil himself will end. Don't believe his lies. 
believe the word of God and Jesus and Jesus alone because he is the one that will save you. Remember that you can reach us for more discussion or for your questions to be addressed in detail on this email address. Abuja Bible Banquet at gmail.com or on this telephone number plus 234-806-544-7884 plus 234-806-544-7884 Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for you have decided in your wisdom to unmask the evil one Help us that we will believe you. We will believe your word and not buy into his uh, lies that he peddles and many people are believing. Help those who have believed his lie to abandon it and embrace your truth and be saved. Thank you for setting us free with your truth. And I praise you for answered prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. As you embrace the truth, may you be saved. Amen. <music>